The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Eamon, thank you very much. You're listening to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock this evening. Pete Lunn is with me in studio, founder and head of the ESRI's Behavioural Research Unit. And Pete is going to carry out some experiments on me, as he often does. What are we talking about this week, Pete? Uh, it's all about first impressions. Okay. So what I really want to ask you to start with is this. When you meet someone for the first time, yep. how long is it before you sort of feel confident of what they're like? Oh, God. Um, fairly quickly, actually. I mean, it's probably misplaced confidence, but I'd, I'd kind of make a fairly quick decision. So how quick are we talking here? I mean, are we talking a few minutes, uh, a few mi- seconds? Have 60 you, seconds, anyway. 60 seconds. So you've got a pretty good one. So yeah. let me split different aspects of what someone's like. So I mean, if I ask you how quickly you can tell what age and gender they are. All oh, right. Well, you can, yeah, pretty immediately. Pretty immediately. Well, okay. kind of wading into the whole gender war. Say, well, we, we, we will just keep, we'll keep right. things so, nice so and straightforward. So there are going to be some but cases yes. that are easier than others. But, yeah, in, okay. but in general, in, in most general, cases, in most cases yeah. Yeah. you're going to say you can do it pretty quickly. What about how healthy they are? Um, yeah, I'd, uh, again, like, I guess you, you can never say for sure, but I'd, I'd make a call uh, pretty quickly pretty as well, quickly, within okay. a few seconds. And things to do with, like, their social background, like, mm, yeah. Now you see, you're going to start exposing my own biases uh, here, but I probably would make that call fairly quickly as well. Yeah. Again, I mean, how how long do you think before you've got a pretty good idea? Um, I mean, let me put it in really simple terms. How long before speaking? you've got an idea how posh they are? Yeah, how, how they, what they speak, do they, in the first co- in our yeah, yeah, interaction? Yeah. They're not just walking past me on the street. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. If they speak, then uh, immediately, within 10 seconds. Yeah, you've, you've got a pretty good idea. And yeah. what about personality characteristics? I mean, traits and so on, you know, whether, whether they're trustworthy, for example. That, that, would, that would take longer. Like, how would you know if someone is mean until you go to the restaurant with them and they demand to split the bill? You know, <laughs> right? So you'd want more yeah, evidence. I'd want a you bit think, more time for kind of their moral okay. fibre. Yeah. And supposing, let me ask you one more question before I tell you a bit about the research that's leading me to ask you all okay. these unpleasant <laughs> questions. Yeah. So, um, what about if you've only got their voice to go on? Do you think that's going to slow you down compared to if you're actually in their company? You can see their face. You're interacting with them. If all you can do is hear them speak. Oh yeah, it would slow me down in some aspects. I mean, health-wise, uh, it would make me less reluctant to make a judgment yeah. uh, quickly. But uh, probably background and things like that. Yeah, you'd still think you'd be pretty quick if all you heard was their voice. You're not even interacting with them. You're just hearing the voice. Just heard their voice. And yeah, pers- I would say Pete traits. Lawn. I would say, oh God, who's this guy now? I'd say he's kind of you know well-bred, uh, educated. Um, yeah. yeah, there's always a danger asking you these questions. <laughs> okay, so. So let me tell you why, because um, to be honest, the impressions that you've just given me of how it is for you when you meet someone or you hear someone Mm. for the first time, I mean, I would agree with them. I mean, I I would feel similarly about it. And if someone had asked me those questions, I'd also feel a bit uncomfortable about it because I'd feel myself that I probably form impressions of people almost uncomfortably quickly. Yeah. And I sometimes worry that I do it too quickly. But actually, what I now realise from the research I'm about to describe to you is that we all do it far, far faster than we think we do. Really? So even if you think you're doing it really quickly and you're even worrying about how quickly you're categorising people and saying, oh, that person's a bit like this and that, right, you're doing it way faster than you think you are. Okay. Okay. So I want to tell you about a bit of research that's just been published. It's the usual thing with this slide. I see a piece of research that I just think is really kind of interesting and tells you something quite insightful about the way we are. And this is a piece of research that's done by um, a female professor at Queen Mary University in London, Nadine Lavin, she's called. And what she did was she took snippets of people's voices, so 100 voices, 50 male, 50 female. 
Mm. And all these people did was give a single vowel sound. Okay? Right. And the vowel sound was pronouncing the, the sound of the letter A phonetically. So just a kind of ah. Oh. Right? Basically, just they said ah. Yeah. Okay? Um, now, I, I'm conscious immediately that when I do that, you can tell that my family from the north of England rather than the south of England, because rather than do that kind of ah thing, I will say ah. It's a shorter... So, so you can mm. pick up accents even yeah. a bit, even from a single vowel sound. You can get a little bit of that. But uh, what she did was she realised when she piloted this study that people could do it incredibly fast. Right. So let me give you an idea of what I mean. You can tell not only the age and gender of somebody, but you can tell, you can make a guess of their health status in 25 milliseconds. No way. Right. Now, a millisecond is one thousandth of a second. So that means within one fortieth of a second, you've processed that the voice you're listening to, there's no faces involved in this study. It's just the voice. So it's just from the, right. the vowel sound just the vowel I'm sound. deciding in that time their health right so if we, so in this study she got a lot of people to do this and what she really looked at was the the, the agreement between all the subjects who were doing it, all the participants yeah. in the experiment how quickly they agreed on whether it was a female sound what age the person was and uh how healthy the person was and you get really high agreement in 25 milliseconds of hearing somebody say a vowel sound which I think is sort of extraordinary yeah. um, in terms of the speed of it. But that's kind of physical and how characteristics. Accurate is it, though? It's fairly accurate. Now, this particular study didn't measure the accuracy because, okay. in a way, if you get 90% agreement, you know everyone's using the same model anyway. Yes. Whether the model is accurate or not, it's still telling you how quickly you're doing the What informs the model? So, as in, say the okay. A and the A, so you, you have a harder A. And, like, on some level, is my brain in that time realizing that, you know, health outcomes for people who live in the south of England are slightly better than health outcomes for people who live in the no. north of England. Like, that's no, not so informing that's it. that's really interesting. So it isn't accent that's doing it. And okay. Then, this is so fast you can't hear accent. Not that I think right? you sound unhealthy. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I was ignoring that stereotype you just <laughs> traded there, right? Yeah. So, so um, yeah, but it, just from the acoustics, you get age, gender, and health in one fortieth of a second. But in a way, you might say, well, okay, that's just a really brilliant piece of perception on behalf of a human brain and mm. ear that you can do it that quickly. But the amazing thing is that you can make s people agreed on social judgments about how posh the person was, how educated the person was, and what profession they did, right? The kind yeah. of profession, whether it was a high profession yeah. or not, there's just a kind of ranking of sort of, you know, professionalism, if you like, whether they were kind of managerial and senior or not. You could do those things in 400 milliseconds. In other words, less than half a second of hearing someone say a vowel sound and people will coalesce on whether they are educated, how posh they are, and whether they like whether they work in a profession or not. Whether they and again, that's not informed by kind of your your uh, awareness of of kind of cultural norms in different parts of the country no, to do it. Accent, it's not accent. It's, it's not so accent. Fast. It's so fast wow. that it isn't accent. It, all all it is is it's something to do just the sound. Exactly, it's something to do with the sound of voice, and it tells you how incredibly instinctive and quick we are at doing this. But there's more. Okay, right? so as well as being able to say to say something about the background. And the agreement here is pretty big. So, I mean, I don't want to go into the sort of technicals of correlation coefficients, but you're talking kind of 70 80% agreement between people yes. over how posh somebody is, how educated they are, whether they're in a high profession or not, in 400 milliseconds, less than half a second. Yeah. But also looking at character traits, she found exactly the same thing. Less than half a second from a voice, just hearing a vowel sound, and people will coalesce on judgments of trustworthiness, attractiveness and in particular dominance how dominant the personality is so again 
less than half a second of a vowel sound, and you're getting 80-90% agreement between people on how dominant the personality of the person whose, whose voice that belongs to is. Wow. And that's, that, the dominance effect is stronger when the voice is male. Because we're wondering who the, alpha pre- the apex predator in the room is going to be. <laughs> Well, we we don't know, but I mean, you, there are obvious kind of sort of biological explanations you might yeah. want to give about how threatening a stronger male might be if they're a dominant personality. But to be able to we're all do just these bonobo dis- monkeys at the right, end of the to day to be able to do these discriminations in less than half a second, I found really remarkable. It's a very interesting study. So I was fooling myself when I suggested that I would actually need to go to dinner with you before making a judgment as to how mean you are. I've I've already <laughs> made that decision within half a second. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you're going to do it really, really quickly with people. Wow. Uh, unbelievably quickly. And I think what this is telling you yeah. is something about how incredibly instinctive and evolutionary these things are. This is not rational behaviour in the sense. You're not making a logical decision here. You know, you you have learned to do this absolutely instinctively. And what's the evolutionary explanation for it? It's just that we, it, we need to be very quick at perceiving possible threats, is it? Well, we assume so, yeah, that actually categorising people according to their background and what they are like really, really quickly is obviously something we had to learn yeah. to do. Um, and But I think knowing that now in a modern society, having a kind of feel for how quickly you do these kind of things is really important. And what it's telling us when you think about it, these high correlations between people, what it's telling us is that our stereotypes are shared. I mean, people are coalescing because we've yes. all got shared stereotypes of what people are like, because that's the only thing that can explain the agreement. Some people are more accurate than others, yeah. but the fact that we're all coalescing on the same answer means that we're using the same stereotypes, and we're doing it really instinctively. And that old kind of cliche, you know, the first impression is the most important then. I mean, the follow-up research then is is how then, after that first half a second, people can convince that the the perceiver that they are otherwise than perceived... Yes, I, I think that's true. So you then get into further questions about what can you do to undo some of those stereotypes, because we know that sometimes they are definitely wrong and that your first impression of people can mm. really be wrong. And we, we all know people, or at least I think I do, who give first impressions that are not what they're actually like. I mean, I've got friends who I know really well, who I know consistently give the wrong first impressions to people, not necessarily good or bad, but that people perceive them to be a yeah. particular way that they're not. And I think we all have friends like that. So these people have more work to do because they're the people People who buck the stereotypes. They're unusual people who are not the stereotypes. And this is telling you how quickly we use those stereotypes. And you know how you can tell how you've met someone like that? You use the word actually when you describe them. You say, <laughs> he was actually really sound. Yeah. And that, I, that's always a giveaway when people say it. People say it here all the time about different yeah. guests. And yeah, she was actually really nice. And I just say, <laughs> what, what you're really saying there is, you thought they weren't going to be. Yes, ab- absolutely. You, your first impression really does, does get changed, and that's absolutely right. So it tells you how deep these biases run. There's a lovely expression that I want to just tell you before I go that uh, the Nobel Prize-winning behavioural economist Daniel Kahneman uses to describe the way human brains work, mm. where he says, a human brain is essentially a giant association machine. What evolution has taught it to do is just correlate things, associate things, yeah. say, this always goes with this, this always goes with this. And we go around the world doing so much of this. And I think what this study is showing you is absolutely we do and we do it with what people are like and we do it incredibly quickly. Wow. Well, the next dinner party I'm at, it's going to be interesting. I'll sit down and I'll say, well, sorry, I've already made a judgment call about everybody at this table. <laughs> I made it as soon as I walked in. So you're all facing an uphill struggle. Pete, listen, a pleasure. Thank you very, Thank very you. much. Pete Lund, founder and head of the ESRI's Behavioural Research Unit. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.